It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Live on SEN Top End, 16-11am. This is Fridays in the Top End with Jackson Clark, Raf Clark and Rob Hale. For Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter. SEN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter. Remember to call or text in at 0426 307 269. That's 0426 307 269. Even if you're listening to this back during the week, call in anyway and we will, or text in and we will address it on the next show possible. Um, Robbie, let's talk about some AFL stuff. Last weekend, a couple of interesting results. We will sort of go through them one by one, but if they're a bit boring, we'll just fly through them. <clears> Brisbane <throat> defeated Collingwood by 24 points uh, at Docklands uh, last Friday night. What did you make of that game? Do you think the Pies are on the ropes at the moment or do you think it's just a couple of injury concerns that they'll work through and, and come out the other side and be fine come finals, which start next week? Yeah, I reckon they're on the ropes Following massively. Um, they do have a few injuries, but they've done all the work earlier in the year to get themselves in a good position now. So um, obviously they get a tune-up game tonight. So they'll be, um, they should be right to uh, bounce back. And Brisbane, it was the game they needed to win, but you know, we're not sold on Brisbane nah. just yet. but be more sold if that was at the G. Yeah. So, obviously, talking to a few Collingwood Nuffies during the week, last week, they were pretty um, upset that it wasn't at the G because they knew mm. their chances of, you know, would be a lot better. But, in saying that, um, you know, Brisbane done what they needed to do and I just get, I just get worried though with Collingwood, with their ability to match up on those small forwards. Charlie Cameron that, particularly. Charlie Cameron has... Jeez, he'd love to play Collingwood every day of the week. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, he'd love to play Collingwood every week. And that's a, you know, you've got good defenders in Quaynor and Maynard and all these guys, but none of them can go with him. And they probably just don't show him. Do they show him enough respect? I don't know. He's kicked 10 goals against him in two games this year. So if that keeps up, I can't imagine Charlie kicking five and then Brisbane not winning. So if it's grand final day um, and it's Brisbane Collingwood, I'm whacking some money on the normie for Charlie. So I don't know, maybe third time they might shut him down. But yeah. Yep, great win by Brisbane, and with all with all things said, though, Clarkie, they yeah. needed to do it. Exactly. Are they still premiership favourites for you, Collingwood? Or no? no? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm big on Melbourne. I've been big on Melbourne for about three weeks now. So, yeah, um, I'm I think, changing a bit there, too. Yeah, I just think their midfield depth and the Bulls in there and then Oliver coming back. Well, I did tip Carlton to beat them the other week, but they lost by four points. So you can And, and Petrarca was a goal, I think. So. Yeah. Richmond defeated North Melbourne by 29 points last weekend. Not the most exciting game, not the highest standard game, that's for sure. Dusty mm. Martin turned back the clock, 31 touches, three goals. He was best on ground. Shea Bolton, not too far behind him, uh, 25 touches and four goals. North Melbourne um, had some positives. You know, I thought Taron Thomas played a really good game. 25 disposals, two goal two, nine inside 50s. Um, and then Nick Larkey, six goals up forward. Why did you smirk at the Thomas thing? Not a fan? 
No, I didn't smirk at that. I just smirked at the idea of thinking that you're going to have Taron Thomas, who's who could be somewhat underrated. Then you've also got Wardlaw, Sheasel, and then probably Harley Reid coming into that midfield. Will Phillips. And maybe be, a pick two as well. And, and the pick two, you've got that, um, I think he's a Tasmanian boy. I think that's the NGA. Could be, unless they want to um, snatch that dub, the Western Australian. And, and then you've got, and Mackay's probably going to the Bombers because you're going to see a lot of football down back. So he's going to, he'll be able to, we'll be keeping him busy. Get him in your super coach. Um, yeah, get him in super coach. He's going to be busy. So, you know, just thinking of that midfield, that's why I smirked. I was just like, geez, like, it's not bad, eh? Clarkson's got some good sort of good, and then and then someone said they've got nothing forward, nothing back. Maybe nothing back with if they lose Mackay, but geez, Larky is, is severely underrated. But the amount of he'd probably mm. be the most efficient forward from inside fifties to goals. Yeah, well, um, he's kicked sixty-two goals, twenty-one as well. Yeah, which is great kicking. So yeah, and like how how often, how much do you reckon the pills getting down to him? So. Yeah. That there and and you had in Zerha when he's fit, obviously um injured a bit. So up there's lots of Clarkson's got something to work with there. So he's the pressure will come on him soon. Will Phillips needs picks. to lift a bit, doesn't he? Oh geez, if I'm Will Phillips, I'm almost requesting a trade. Um, now that you're watching you, that draft real nervously, please oh, don't pick a mid. Don't pick a mid. <laughs> you got Harley Reid coming in, and then you got the Tassie boy, and then they got the other pick. So yeah. if they get all three, that's the Tassie boy's an inside bull, isn't he? So. But in, in fairness, it, it's got to be go time for North Melbourne very it's soon, doesn't be. it? It's got to be. They what, can't Taran. have another year where they're just, what, bottom two again next year. Oh, we're a young list. Mm, I think I'll be saying Taran, that until Sheasel's yeah. 28. Taron Thomas will play that similar role to Shea Bolton across half forward, pinch it through the middle with that silk, and then, you know, Wardlaw's your gut inside, and then you can just put Sheasel's your dig. They've just got... They've got LDU. They've got LDU, I forgot to yeah. mention, who's, who's their best player. Yeah. So, and then Simpkin just... They've got, uh, they've got, there's, they've there's got to start a, winning games of football. There's no. enough times where we're yeah. just talking about North and the future and this and that. They they've can't be bottom winning. three next year. No, they've got to start going, especially with Clarkson, and hopefully a more stable year for Clarkson and the club and that sort of stuff. So, yep. Carlton, this might be the last one we get through before another break. Carlton, four-point winners over Gold Coast Suns. They had to do it the hard way. They come from behind to win that game. Did you see that as a positive for the Blues, being able to, you know, stare defeat in the eyes and, and, and overcome a deficit and come back and win? Or did you think that they showed too many cracks against a team like the Suns who aren't playing the best football? Did you think that was a concern or a positive last week? I think it was somewhat of a positive, but I can I can see the like, Suns just that's just the Suns for you. Bit up watching, and down, eh? Yeah, watching that game, I thought, geez, Suns aren't losing this when they're five or six goals up, and then they lost. And that's that's this is what Hardwick's going to have to deal with. Mm. Um, Charlie Kerno, it's it's the same with like how I've coached previously. Like when you've got one or two players that are just above everyone else, mm. it. It's so much easier as a coach, and Charlie Kerno oh, yeah. showed that on the weekend. He single-handedly brought him back into the game. Um, just getting the ball in his just in his general area, and he was able to do magic is the same. It's such a master. It's just such. I'm a big believer yeah. of those top end players, those elite mm. elite players. I think it's not impossible, but I think it's um, very difficult to win a premiership without having a player that is considered elite. You know, your Dusty Martin types for Melbourne. You had your Christian Petrarchas and Clayton Oliver for Geelong. You had Jeremy Cameron and a couple of others, um, yep. and we see that transfer down to local footy as well. So mm. I think um, that's a big plus for Carlton, having Big Charlie there. How far off is he the best player in the competition? Because I think I think he's right up there, like right, right up there. Top two, top three, best yeah, player in the AFL. Yeah, I think he's around that now. Um, top five. Um, there's not too many, you know, and there's definitely, I think the best player in the competition sort of alters week by week, obviously. Mm. But, you know, I'm, I'm a big Bonson Pelly fan, so I'm going to be a bit of a nuffy for that. But, That's um, fair. 
you know, like so I always favoured Bont. I should have got on him for the Brownlow six weeks ago mm. before Dacos got yeah. injured. I was confident in him, but I just, yeah, anyway, that's another sad story for later. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so oh, he's just, he's such a hard matchup. Obviously, Sam Collins would have not been able to go with him. And Ballard's a very good intercepting defender, but obviously he ended up having to go to him and he's a, he's a terrible matchup. He's not super tall either, no, he's not like um, huge, Charlie, but, but he does play tall. Do you prefer him to Jezza Cameron? Yeah, right now I do. Like right, if you had um, to pick a team for tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. Yep, now I do. It's an and that's not one. even thinking for the future either. No, but, no. Yeah, he's the best forward in the game, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's proven that. Um, plenty more to come here on SEN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter. Live on SEN Top End, 16.11am. This is Fridays in the Top End with Jackson Clark, Raf Clark and Rob Hale. For Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter. Checking the NT forecast, sunny in Alice Springs for your Friday, going for a top of 27 degrees. Darwin is mostly sunny with a top of 35, fine for the weekend. And join Jared Waitley, Dwayne Russell, Brad Johnson and Dermot Brereton for the Bombers and the Pies, live tonight on SEN. Live on SEN Top End, 16.11am. Welcome to Fridays in the Top End with Jackson Clark and Raf Clark and Rob Hale for Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter. SCN Fridays in the top end. Thanks to Rain and Horn Darwin finding a place to write your next chapter. Robbie Hale, what about this for a scoreline? Greater Western Sydney, 25 goals, 12, 162. Defeated Essendon, the team you support, 5-6-36. Jesse Hogan looked more like Hulk Hogan doing what he pleased, kicking nine goals and taking about 15 contested marks. Six contested marks, <laughs> close. Um, dominated, really, the Giants. Um, they could even afford to give Toby Green a bit of a rest. What was your thoughts on that one? Yeah. Could have had a few thoughts, I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, the umpire's heavily involved from yeah, the start. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just... It sort of shows exactly where we're... You know, our, our clearance stuff was down a bit. Um, centre clearances are all right, but just stoppage clearances around the ground. And it just... GWS have a very weird sort of the way they're structured. They've got like high, they've got the, they've got the big money players, got three or four blokes on close to a mill, and they've got a lot of young players at the bottom. And they've been able to do that their whole existence and just have their real top end players at the top and then having those young draftee types come in on lower money. And it sort of works to a treat, doesn't it? So obviously, I was expecting us to go close. I actually tipped us, which is outrageous. Um, I should be, yeah, sacked from the show for that. But I did tip us. So I was only, what was that? I was only 126 off so um, disappointing but we move on to tonight and hopefully we can be competitive so I want to ask a couple of questions about the Bombers list firstly let's start at the top Brad Scott obviously you're not going to sack him you know you don't want a revolving door but where is he at does he like does he need to like if you're in Brad Scott's position what is your head at do you need to almost do not not a rebuild but do you get the boys in and do a soul searching session or do you just mark that off as a one-off was last week a one-off or does the performances before that against North Melbourne and West Coast was that enough to show you sort of cracks appearing before last week's debacle uh, not necessarily because you do factor in that you know like Bulldogs just lost to West Coast and I think in the AFL That's I another think club that should sack their coach yeah I just I just think that maybe those clubs aren't they maybe oh, West Coast did lose by 100 odd points the week before but um, <laughs> I, I, too bad. Yeah, I don't know um, I'm just you're contradicting myself left right and centre here but um, yeah I don't I don't know like I, we are the third or fourth youngest team but 
I don't really get too caught into some of those stats because every player develops at a different rate and it's mm. not guaranteed. I do see a lot of complacency with our Bombers team. Um, I think if I was coaching, I would have almost wanted to drop five or six blokes for this week's game. And I think they've only just sort of more rested and, you know, mm. that sort of thing. But we do have a youngish side. But um, now Parrish is sort of putting off talks a little bit. So that's an interesting situation. But what I, do you want him to do? I wouldn't mind him leaving. Um but is that to open up more cap space to potentially get like a Harry Mackay or someone else? Or is yeah, it a different reason? I think so, but I just don't know who would actually honestly want to come to the club with the way it's been um, lately. Um, Big four club, though. I yeah, think you're always going to attract I think Brad Scott, players. I, on Brad Scott, I think that he's probably come into a, a system. He wants to see what's wrong. Uh, and mm. I think it's only just been this year now, obviously, his first season. And I think he probably let the group, you might let the group dictate it to a few terms and show us how you are and how you guys think about professionalism. And I think I'd expect him to rein it in a bit in the off-season and start to drive his own standards and yeah. um, and take it from there and say, look, I'll let you do it your way a bit in this way, but we're going my way. And um, we do need a harder edge, Jacko. That's for sure. Yeah, I think it was a bit of an experimental year, this one, for Brad mm. Scott, getting there for that first year and sort of see where things are at. I expect a very different Essendon next year. Um, but as a supporter, Rob, surely you're at the stage now where you demand it, you know, like it's it's been it's the biggest running joke in football, talking about Bombers' finals win drought and stuff like that. But the time has to come where Bombers... Like, do you see Bombers as a finals team next year? Is it What does the Bombers need right now? Do they need to do, like, a bit of a mini rebuild or get mm. Parrish out and load up with some other stronger assets? I don't... Like, they're sort of in no man's land in my position at the moment. We're obviously a young team, so you would hope the improvement comes. Um, Peter Wright, a few question marks, big question marks over him and his presence up forward, I think. Mm. Um, and then you have a bit of that sort of revolving doors thing in the back line there where, you know, is Mackay going to come in? Is Zerk Thatcher going to leave? Who knows where that's going to be? Um, um, Zerk Thatcher can go. You happy with letting him go? Yeah. It's it's amazing how these players, like after getting nine kicked on him, he looked checked out. Like, I wouldn't even be playing him this week, but I think he is playing. Do you think he will go? Like, is that what you're going? Yeah, I think he's going to Port Adelaide. But it does seem like it's a bit of a backman sort of merry-go-round at the moment. Yeah. Um, you got Radaclear, um, him, um, Mackay. So I think they're all going to... But it seems like Mackay is coming to the Bombers, which will free up um, Zerk Thatcher to go somewhere. He's an Adelaide boy, so yeah. I think he might go to port but and maybe rad- right. radically it goes to Hawthorne yep. um, we're going to package the last three games of the round actually no we are not going to do that I was going to package the last sort of four or five games together, but we need to talk about very quickly because everyone else has already given their opinion but the Sydney Adelaide situation and the goal umpiring mm. um, Ben Keyes kicks the goal it's pretty much been unanimously proven that it was a goal goal umpiring blunder Swans win by a point. Sort of ruined a little bit about what could have been a really exciting last round. Now there's only a couple of little equations that can sort of change. Um, Where did you watch that game? What were you thinking at the time? Just recap that for me for the next minute or so. Okay, so I was in bed. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's interesting. So I'm not giving you much, but I actually was listening to the game on my laptop. Yep. And on SEN, on, um, I think it was SEN or Triple F. Triple, uh, it's definitely uh, SEN, another, I reckon. Yeah, it was SEN. <laughs> um, but I was listening, but the commentators obviously didn't have the action of the replay. Yeah. They called it as a goal and said, no, oh. no, it's been, it's hit the post, the top of the padding, and then they moved on because the play went so quick. Yeah. So I didn't actually notice until the next morning when I started seeing a few statuses and groups ah. and got a couple of group messages. So were the commentators going off or was Not it really. pretty low key? Because it was, no, it was pretty quick. So yeah. they didn't go back and they didn't really say much. So. 
I, I didn't think much of it. Um, obviously, it's quite disappointing. Um, I did see a fair few statuses, but like that, let's not get it wrong in any way. It's not a system error. It's, it's as much. It's the goal umpire. Human error. Uh, it's a human error. Like people have said, oh, it's a matter of time before this is going to happen. I've seen a few different statuses of that, but that's not. Nah. It was a human error, not a system error, and obviously that was quite disappointing. By that you mean he should have just called for a review. Should have just called for a review. It's, yeah, very silly, and it was you know probably half a meter over the, the padding almost. So. Mm. But in saying that is what it is, and um, but in the other game as well, St Kilda done what they need to do against Geelong, which is highly impressive. Yeah, so St Kilda are a team I probably didn't rate as highly as maybe I should have. Mm. Jack Sinclair, 38 touches, looking really good. You know, Brad Crouch and these players are good, solid midfielders that are doing their bit. Mason Woods having a really good year. I think Bradley Hill's playing very good football too. He had 31 disposals last week, and um, Nazia Wanganin Malira is a star of the future, top 10 fantasy pick two next years year. ago. Yeah, I'll be having fantasy he's one um, for the next decade is going to excite a lot of St Kilda supporters. So the Saints going all right there, Rob, as you said. Melbourne got the job done against Hawthorne, 27 points. Um, Port Adelaide got the job done against Fremantle, 16 points. Let's move on past those games um, and go to tonight's game really, really quickly. So we will go to a break um, very, very shortly. Rob, we are going to talk about tonight's game um, and we're going to talk to Andrew O'Toole as well. We'll see what his opinion is on all the football. Um, well, maybe maybe we will. Who knows? We might not. We might <laughs> talk about racing with him. Uh, plenty more to come here uh, on SDN Fridays in the Top End. Thanks to Rain and Horn.